Root Insurance puts you in control. Root is a new type of car insurance that uses the sensors in your smartphone to look deeper than other insurers. Here's how it works. Download the Root app, hit the road, and we'll take care of the rest. The app measures your driving behavior, like turning and braking, and gives you a custom rate based primarily on your driving. The better you drive, the better your rate, meaning good drivers could save hundreds. Visit joinroot.com today to get started. Disclaimers may apply. See joinroot.com for details. You're listening to Fox Given, the one with Jamie. Hello, curious fuckers. I'm Reed. And I'm Florence. And together we're Come Curious. When we're not just fucking around on YouTube and Instagram. Every Thursday, we invite a new guest onto Fucks Given to talk about their best fucks, worst fucks, and the fucks that made them. We also answer your sex questions and read out your sex stories. So stay tuned as we divulge all the delicious details. Jamie. Hello. All right. How, <laughs> all right. How are you? Yeah, good. Good. How are you Blind, guys? Blinding, as you just said. Blinding. Yeah, well, you've made, you made me rethink using the word blinding. I thought blinding was like a quite a normal response to how no, you I think, it, I think it's Florence a London. Florence never heard of that word. London language <laughs> or maybe up north. Like, where are you from originally? I've heard my dad said blinding a lot. Really? Right. Yeah. I'm from I'm from London. South East. Oh. I'm from Greenwich. So maybe. I don't know. Maybe it's, a, maybe it's a Greenwich thing. Don't know. All my life, I thought I thought chuffed meant like I was. I'm really chuffed, as in like I'm really pissed off. And then it was only recently I realised yeah. it was like, oh, I'm well chuffed with myself. Like I'm yeah, well happy with the outcome. That is the opposite. Yeah. Well, anyway, I'm not careful. I'm not careful what words I use in case you don't understand yeah. them. Yeah. <laughs> Jamie, please introduce yourself to our curious fuckers. Who are you? Uh, I'm Jamie. I'm host of a sex podcast called Let's Talk About Sex, Jamie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Had to throw your name in That's there. That's it. <laughs> that was good enough, right? <laughs> yeah, you I guess do, you, so. You're much more than that. Like you work in the in the, well, you worked in the music industry before Corona destroyed that. Uh, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. I still work in what's true. left of the music industry, <laughs> which is yeah. like a couple people like you know playing guitar to sat down you know a bunch of people sat at tables and pretending like it's a real gig. Yeah, um, no, you're in a pretty successful band. Uh, Don't downplay it. I'm, I'm in a band. I'm in a band. Uh, I'm in a band called Anave. And I also make games for a living. So, Ooh, um, that's exciting. Yeah. And a self-proclaimed nerd. <laughs> self-proclaimed nerd. Well, yeah, I don't really have much choice in, in the proclamation of it. I am a nerd. I'm a massive nerd. But um, most people in music are. We're all computer nerds. Just uh, We just hide behind music being cool. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> yeah. If you're good at making that's music, it. you're probably a, com- a nerd. Because uh, it's a lot of computers involved these days. Yeah. Music and yeah. sex. Well, why did you make your sex podcast? Uh, so I met someone on an app called field which i'm sure you're familiar with uh, many, <laughs> very familiar field. with yeah we yeah. love field <laughs> uh many years ago and um yeah she came around and uh we had sex and it was mediocre at best and then we ended up hanging out for the next like seven hours just like basically seven hours of pillow talk um where wow. she would tell me about all the like crazy adventures she'd been on she was very kink positive and she'd go to like sex parties and uh like orgies and stuff uh, and she would tell me all these crazy stories and I was pretty vanilla then um, and it kind of opened my eyes to a lot of things um, and made me realise like we did that standard thing you know what people do and they're like oh my god we used to make a podcast um, <laughs> so yeah. we did that and then uh, she got a job as like a really important person who can't make podcasts about sex so I was like fuck it I'll do Damn it, it. 
Um, so yeah, that's basically it. So the idea of my podcast is um, that it's just a bunch of people coming on and having friendly chats about what they're into. It's not too clinical. It's not too like, you know, here's a thing that happens over there with those kinds of people. It's just kind of like, I think I think it's better, like what you guys do, you know, p- p- friends should just talk about this stuff more often and it will open right. people's kind of minds, right? Yeah, so definitely. that's my, that's, that's my reason, yeah. Fuck number one, the last fuck. I made notes for this. I like <laughs> properly went to town on this. Oh, like, wow. Hey, these need to be good answers. Yeah, Holy there's no shit. off the dome here. Went this in. is all written fuck. down. This is all scripted. Yeah. All scripted. Yeah. <laughs> so my last fuck was uh, with my girlfriend. Um, I don't know, a few days ago now. It's kind of hard to keep track of time during lockdown, isn't it? Mm-hmm, um, it really is. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it was It was good. It was really good. Um, the thing I kind of <laughs> thought was interesting about it was um, because, of, because of lockdown, um so my girlfriend lives alone so i go to hers well i've been going to hers for most of lockdown um because it's safer and makes more sense i have housemates so it's been quite mm-hmm. a while since she came here mm-hmm. um but she ended up coming around here because lockdown had like eased off a bit she came around and it was really weird it felt like a kind of sleepover it kind of felt like a renewal of like you know back in the day when we used to hang out of mine <laughs> and like whatever so it was good like it was it was like a sort of i was i was chatting to read about this the other day i kind of feel like in long-term relationships like you you're like fancying of each other kind of comes in waves like yeah I've always absolutely fancied her. She's, she's gorgeous like i've always fancied her. but like i feel like it kind of i've right now I'm, I'm like on a peak i like fancy the shit out of her right now and i, yeah. I think it's the same for her as well and yeah so that was my last that was my last fuck i was trying to think whether i have that i had that same thing when i was in a long-term relationship i don't know if i did i feel like i always really fancied my boyfriend at the time yeah like really? i think i always just thought he was him. like <laughs> well this is the thing is that i don't really get that pissed off like i never get angry like i hold all those emotions Lucky. in in a really unhealthy way <laughs> um so maybe i just like never really got to that stage where i was just like oh my god i hate you so much you're disgusting <laughs> i mean i wouldn't quite go that if, far I'm yeah no no if anyone is feeling that way about their partner that they need to end things now you're yeah. never supposed to think your partner is disgusting like that's yeah. that's one step too far you can dislike your partner you may love them still but you can definitely dislike them or not be attracted to them i've definitely mm. gone through waves of that and i know thomas has gone through waves of that yeah I, we just hit our seven year anniversary on sunday Way. Hey. and we might be breaking up tonight hey. <laughs> <laughs> i was gonna say i was like why are you saying this it's like <laughs> it's because it, uh, we're both really excited we're really excited to have the last night together as a couple so it's it's like really mutual really elegant it's like it's so perfect yeah wow, it's so perfect. Goals, we're, man. we're doing really good yeah i'm excited break up breakup goals and break up sex i cannot wait like i want to fuck him not as my boyfriend just like as a normal person i can't wait <laughs> do you is think you're really... gonna you're, you're gonna go straight back to fucking though do you not think like once you once it's cut like do you not think that there'll be like a kind of oop in a couple of weeks like oh maybe maybe we'll see you know I, it's one of those where like i would love to do that i'd love to have a little fuck buddy but I, that it's... is a very strange situation for a breakup isn't it it's yeah, like it's, it's exciting it, yeah it's, it's non-conventional i think we're just so very rammed no- yeah yeah we're rammed full of like this idea of a, what a conventional relationship and breakup is supposed to be like mm-hmm. and it's as has never been conventional ever yeah so like why would we have a conventional breakup where we just don't like it's horrible heartbreaking and we don't talk to each other ever again that's not that's not us no 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 so that's good, lovely man. that's so cool yeah yeah really I'm excited jealous. 
Uh, are you jealous? No, stop. I'm jealous that I'm not grown up enough to have breakups that, that go that well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. I, I, I don't, I haven't, apart from Florence, your breakup was probably the most mature and yeah. like well done. Bre- the thing is, once you hit your 30s, you're like, we can't be having these bullshit breakups anymore when we yeah. are hurting each other and it's really nasty and conniving mm. and you need to choose sides or like there's a lot of pain involved. Like that's, we're, we're beyond that. Come on, guys. Yeah, I think I think it depends, doesn't it? On like how the breakup, like why it's happening. Yeah. Because if it's something mutual, it's like a mutual decision, then there isn't like, there, there is literally nothing, like there's no reason to be mean to each other. Like yeah. we're just with each other for such a long time like what's changing really is just like you're just both moving on like I think obviously when things are different like it's whether like something really shit happened in the relationship someone like like uh, betrayed trust or whatever that's when breakups can get nasty and bad and like I don't think yeah I think there's there is space for ugly breakups for sure especially if someone <laughs> sometimes hurting. it's necessary if they've been a shit to you <laughs> yeah um but uh, i think if you communicate well it doesn't have to be hard it can be it, it can be a long slow process it you can a breakup does it can be what you make of it you make your own rules with a breakup yeah i don't know why we're talking about breakups you know i know fuck. like, like we're, we're supposed to be talking happened. about fucks now i'm so sorry jamie yeah, like, guys, over- i was trying to be positive to you. This is yeah a few positive stories come on man you're really dragging Yay. me down oh stop it i'm excited like for me this breakup is really positive so if you don't see it as as positive that's on you guys (laughs) i see it i see it as positive yeah Yeah. no it sounds really cool it sounds inspiring read yeah Yeah. inspiring hopefully inspiring the masses but let's talk about your dick please (laughs) what's been going down fuck number two the best fuck So I'm going to throw this one out there first, right? I struggled with this because I try to, as we all try to, some of us succeed, not to like compare things too much. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, there's like, it's different flavors. I think it's all like people clicking and stuff like that. I don't really like to think about things as the best and worst. And Mm -hmm. I was like, yeah, I'm going to say something real wholesome and spiritual like that. And then I was like, (laughs) oh wait, there was that time that girl used (laughs) anal beads on me. That was really good. (laughs) So that was my best fuck. Oh my Um, gosh. Okay, how did that come about? So I was actually, so I was having a threesome um, and I think, I hope the people involved won't mind me saying, it was like going okay, but like I I wasn't fully feeling it. I wasn't like fully into it. It was a bit sort of like, um, yeah, it was, it was good. It was fine. Um, And then uh, I'm not one for toys really. Like I'll try everything. I have tried everything, but like, it's not like my thing. I don't really, I don't tend to like return to toys that often. Yeah. Um, and this girl had like a is it it's not anal beads is it anal beads it was like a thing it was like a ring with like a straight line of beads out of it yeah and they go from small yeah, to that big sounds yeah. Like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah anal yeah. beads and she was like shall I use this I was like okay cool and then the other girl was like going down on me I was like okay cool let's try this let's see what happens I'm up for like <laughs> trying anything yeah you know whatever no, you, know, you know when you're not like fully 100% there yeah and you're sort of like yeah alright let's try yeah, it cool. let's give it a go yeah yeah mm-hmm. um and then, uh, and then I came and she pulled it out at the same moment, like a fucking, like she was starting a, like a lawnmower or something or a chainsaw. <laughs> fuck. And I came violent. so hard, I'd start crying. Oh, <laughs> so, fuck. That's <laughs> amazing. Yeah. My God. Like, that to the point where, so insane. It was good. It was really good. But like, yeah. it was like, you know, the whole, like, you know, the whole like post, like coital, like where everything's sort of settling down and like, I'm just like, oh God, oh, that was really good. Da, da, da. 
at standard stuff yeah. and then there was kind of like a i was still going i was still like out of it like there was yeah. like i was welling up like it was weird <laughs> i was having like an out-of-body experience and to the point where the girls were like um are you okay are you okay, <laughs> are you okay? <laughs> like they were like worried i think um yeah oh my god that sounds so incredible how did it feel to like let out your emotions that way when you're coming <laughs> i didn't have a, you know a fucking choice <laughs> it didn't feel like anything it, it just happened, happened. <laughs> yeah um yeah i don't know i just yeah i've never i've never come that hard or since i don't think <laughs> i'm now i'm now chasing the dragon but um oh, you've got to try nice. again obviously with the angel yeah. beads yeah 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 i need to get them out again but yeah, um, yeah. yeah. so that was, that was interesting for one who isn't like big on toys yeah and, and, and also like i think I, most of my I, you might be the first people i've actually told about that um oh, outside wow. of threesome because <gasps> most of my like especially guy friends you know it's that whole stigma of like Taboo. oh butt stuff that means you're yeah. gay like yeah it's, yeah uh, so there's not many people i can talk to about that which is really yeah. fucked up you think about like if yeah i mean i fully truly honestly believe that you can fully have sex with somebody of the same sex so you two guys can fuck and not be gay Mm. Like I, I believe in gay for pay. I, I a lot of people think that like yeah. just because you fuck a dude means you're gay. That's just that's really weird. Like how many times have we kissed girls and been like, oh, I'm I'm actually not gay. Uh, that mm. was just like an this experience. Is so true. Yeah, yeah, like I think, I think most people a... would say that like fucking is you know a, a step further. Yeah, of kissing, course it's a step further, but yeah, it, it doesn't though, yeah. mean to say that you're gay. It just means Ooh. that like you're a straight man fucking a dude and figuring it out. All sexuality is fluid anyway, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. So. It's a spectrum. It's, not it's, a, it's spectrum. a spectrum, yeah. Mm, I love that. But that's really cool. Like, thank you for being so open about like the anal stuff. <laughs> Literally think, and figuratively, yeah. Yeah, I think like I, I just think that anal toys should be more incorporated into sex because there's so much like this is so much more fun you can have with the other holes in your body. Oh my god! <laughs> why, why do we not talk about the other holes? I wish in sex ed they would like teach you how to properly peg a dude. That would be yeah. amazing. Or like, yeah. I mean, I'm I'm loving I'm loving like male like giving male anal at the moment. Have, have you used other anal toys since that moment? Uh, yeah, um, I've used some, but yeah, I've used some before and since, um, and it didn't quite hit the same. I mean, it probably oh. helped that there were like, you know, two girls doing it at once, so there was like <laughs> extra hands just logistically. You know, that probably helped. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I've used I've used like I've got like a um I don't know what you'd call it like a butt vibrator thing for guys. Oh my god, he's getting it out. He's getting yeah, it out. Yeah, like I've got one of these things. <laughs> oh, like it's a like little a, prostate plug. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. And it, and it sucks. Like, I can't get it to do anything on it myself. Sucks. So, oh, yeah, no. it's crap. Um, that's just mm. me. I don't know how to use it properly, I guess. Oh, no. Um, so, yeah, which is annoying because Maybe when it's that just happened, not in I was properly. like, yeah, I think that's it. I think I'm just like not like angling myself properly. Like, my hips yeah. are like misaligned or something. Yeah. You don't, know how, like, don't know how to find that. Um, p-spot yeah, yeah the p-spot yeah. although sometimes it is really hard to find your own g-spot i know where oh mine God, is i don't and know yet, where mine is oh uh, mine mine fucking moves all over the place <laughs> i'll put exactly. in a g-spot toy and i'm like that's not where it is and then i'll put <laughs> another toy and i'm like oh this feels good yeah i i mean i find it like i basically can't ever give myself a g-spot orgasm i don't think i've ever yeah i've never given myself a g-spot orgasm right only like clitoral mm-hmm. which is like stimulated i obviously have used internal external at the same time but it's a different thing it's almost like that makes the clitoral orgasm way better rather than it being a g-spot orgasm so i find that yeah i i definitely find that with me with like if there's something like 
in my butt it makes it better like me coming back but it's, it's not like a whole that was the spot that made yeah it yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. I'm, yeah I, I, exactly I maybe it just yeah, focuses you on, on your genitalia more because yeah it's really hard to stay focused sometimes when you're fucking so yeah or masturbating especially because it's you allow your mind to wonder mm. well um, i wouldn't i wouldn't be able to have a g-spot orgasm if i was being clitorally stimulated at the same time i think I don't know if I you would be able to have the to. combo. Yeah, I don't think so. Mm. So I like, feel like combo come is good I, though. I feel like you saying that means you can't. Like you've decided, you just decided that you can't have a G spot orgasm while your clit's being simulated, and that's like, I mean, we all know that like most <laughs> orgasms and sex are like ninety five percent mental, right? Yeah, you said that with like a lot of confidence. Like, yeah, that one. I work cannot. For me. Yeah, well, I guess it's because whenever I've had G spot orgasms, I always see it as very like it's always to do with penetration, and like it's partnered sex that's what where yeah. i find my g-sport orgasm mm. i mean yeah. i but i'm lucky yeah, i couldn't do it with a fucking toy like that dick shaped toy that we got from uh candid i just like yeah. bash myself with that a couple of times really? i'm like oh g-sport orgasm i mean it's not as great as if somebody else was doing it for me yeah maybe that's my thing maybe i could mm. but it's just like it's nowhere near as good if there's not another person yeah there, program so. yourself yeah. not yeah. to think that no just it's a dangerous thing like we're going into lockdown we must be able to give ourselves come <laughs> yeah <laughs> i reckon just wait another come. like 30 40 years and the sex toys will be androids and it'll feel the same as people anyway. oh my god so i can't fucking fine. wait uh, yeah. that's gonna be amazing Whoa. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. fuck number three the fantasy fuck You're trying to tie in the nerd thing, aren't you? You're being like, oh, this guy's a fucking nerd. I bet he wants to fuck a robot or a sort of hentai Wait, thing. wait, wait. Well, hold Is up. Who doesn't? True? One second. Yeah, oh. fair. To be fair, yeah, yeah, yeah. You've yeah. seen Humans, right? That oh, was Channel fuck. 4 series. Yeah. yeah. And it was My old like... neighbour wrote that. Oh, really? Fun fact. fact. There's a name oh, drop. God. Look at that. Yeah. <laughs> pow yeah nice all right okay um yeah uh when and then the the spoilers but you should have seen it it came out like eight years ago um when the, when the guy <laughs> yeah. like fucks the the main robot like his his nanny or his mate yeah. or something mm-hmm. and it's all like oh my god how can you do that what do you mean how, look at did you see her she's crazy <laughs> hot. seen her and there was she's like a brothel so with like loads of robots in there and it was all mm. like seedy and like oh my god that's so weird Fuck yeah. no, I'd, I'd fuck that robot like straight away. I mean, they, they look, look like humans anyway, so. Yeah. Mate, but we still fuck to- sex toys that don't look anywhere near humans. How do we have a problem with humans, like toys that look like humans? I don't, I don't get that transition. Has, has anyone like, and also like the dildos that we like have sometimes look like dicks. Yeah. That's not a weird. Yeah, that's and sometimes like, they don't. I, I think sex dolls are fucking amazing. They're not for everyone, yeah. but I don't think they're anything to shame. Like I would no. love to have a doll that like looked like was like human size and would fuck me like a like a person. That would be yeah. sick. Yeah. Have you that tried fucking machines? Sick. How are they? Oh, uh, I'm I was I almost had the opportunity when I was working in porn. Um they had a Sibian, which I know isn't the same as a fucking oh, yeah. machine, but it's along the same vein. It's a step and they were like, Oh yeah, you can go mm. in the other room and use it. But I was like nineteen and just in working in porn for the first time and I was like I'm okay thanks they'd also yeah. just just asked me to um, piss in a glass so they could use it in their piss play and I was like oh, I'm okay I'll just I'll just <laughs> film you guys on the side yeah mm. thrown in at the deep end oh my god yeah fucking that is the deep end. yeah I, so I, I want thought... to try fucking machines so badly what's They're... the difference between a Sibian and a fucking machine 
A Sibian is like something that you sit on. It's almost like a like a horse it's like a saddle, saddle and yeah. it has like a you can have it with something that inserts in you, but uh-huh. a lot of them don't. They just have like the little clitoral. And it's it, it's so powerful. Like when I watch porn with with people on them, they are like eyes rolling in the back of their head, can't handle yeah. it type of It's pleasure. like it Whoa. seems to be like a step above doxy ones like. Oh, a, a way above. Way. This thing is like supercharged. Right. It goes in oh. I don't I don't even know if they're Fucking that pleasurable hell. because this is that, what we need for lockdown. Down. Yeah, I I want a, I want a Sibian <laughs> or a fucking machine. I'll have or like one of the penetration guns, you know, like the do 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 do. It's like, oh yeah, what is it? What's what's a machine fucking machine? Yeah, machine. Why do I not know what a fucking machine? How long? The fucking machine is like a, it's like um, a cage, right? It's like a cage with like a piston on it, and it's just like a yeah. A dildo so on the end of it, so it's got this. a dildo, and you can choose how quickly it goes. And some and how the porn, you? oh the porn I watch where it's like they're doing it so fast, and you can hear them being yeah. like ah. Like fucking coming so hard. I want yeah. one so badly. <laughs> In so, like, porn, though, is it coming real? I mean, like I'm, I'm watching Kink.com at the moment. I got a year's subscription, and I believe that the, I believe it's real. But um, of course, it's like it's, it's a very different porn to like commercial. Oh my god, yes, I'm coming. It's very much like, <laughs> oh, like all these girls are like crying and making guttural noises. Guttural and noises, like, fucking yeah. yes. <laughs> <laughs> real Especially, pleasure sounds like that <laughs> they have a whole like, okay. website about fucking machines oh it's just so good okay well you know what I'm going to be doing after this podcast doing some research yeah. I'll send you some yeah. videos Florence I got you Thanks. girls don't worry yeah. <laughs> okay but Jamie we didn't actually talk about your fantasies we've just been talking about machines oh yeah pages, yeah sorry so, so yeah your your um what sexual fantasy I can't remember what it's called so, it's fancy fuck there we go <laughs> oh, Jesus <laughs> fuck's sake you think I'd be a good host by now but actually no <laughs> Um, so I struggled with this one as well, which kind of made me a bit happy because I was like, oh, I'm quite, I think I'm quite good at like chasing fantasies in life, right? If, like not just sexual ones, just like, oh, I want to work in music. I'm going to do that. I'm going to go make a game. I'm going to go do that. I'm like a weird obsessive person that finds what they want to do. I was like, yeah, cool. So I don't have that many fantasies that I, that I can think of, uh, because I, I fulfill them all. And then I remembered <laughs> one, uh, which I, um, I was trying to like come up with a term for it because I don't know if it exists anywhere else. Well, it definitely, it definitely does exist. There's a word for everything. I just haven't found it yet. Someone can tell me maybe. Yeah. Um, but I'm calling it recommendation kink. Yes. Uh, yeah. What? Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I, so I I'm really, I'm really into the idea of like fucking someone uh, and it being good, so good that they recommend me to a friend mm-hmm. and kind of like pass me on, like lend me on kind yeah. of thing. Like a really good sex toy that you're like, oh my god, this gave me such good orgasm. You've got to try this, girl. Yeah. yeah. Shit. Yeah. yeah. I can see why that would be hot. Mm-hmm. That counts as a fantasy, right? Do you get yeah. Like a... I mean, has it not happened yet? Uh, like sort of. It kind of. It kind of happened. It, it happened in like a way less cool kind of way. Um, <laughs> yeah. I, I got with a girl a few years ago and uh it wasn't very good and we both kind of like mutually agreed that it wasn't very good <laughs> like we finished and was like yeah not really on the same vibe and then she was like oh you'd love my housemate and then she set me up with a housemate and uh even though it wasn't was very good <laughs> yeah even though it wasn't really good but she was like but she would like that and then we had sex oh. and it was really good so not quite a recommendation more of a like you know take this off my hands <laughs> so what what is it about um being like being recommended that really like why is that the, the ultimate fantasy 
I guess it's that whole like being used thing, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, uh... the idea of someone being like, "Yeah, I want you to use me." That's kind of a that's kind of a common thing, right? I think. Is it, right. Is it we a, talk, a, a submissive lot, thing or a dominant? No, so that's the thing. Yeah, that's mm. that's where I think it's different. So it's it's a like I want to be used kind of thing, but I'm not, um, I'm not submissive really mm. I'm it's quite, more like an I'm... ego trip no rather than being yeah, yeah, used exactly it's it. more yeah. like like fuck i'm good you know like i i want to be yeah. your good fuck yeah that's that's the idea that's the fantasy that i can live up to <laughs> that's really Maybe interesting i feel like this is a very like realistic fantasy as well like usually when we talk about fantasy fucks people are like oh my god aliens like whatever like <laughs> like crazy crazy no, I'm not saying it's boring. I think it's really it's good to have a fantasy can... that's like actually like something that you can fulfill. Yeah, you can. Uh, well, like, yeah. Florence and I made this uh, a Halloween video about all of our spooky fucks and the things that we like masturbated over. That's like pretty horrific. And right, n- yeah. none of the stuff we can really do in that. It was all like no. clowns, aliens, like, yeah, all the, all the shit, tentacles. What else? Ghosts? I want to be fucked by a ghost, please. Yeah, yeah, I've heard that, yeah. Yeah, yeah. that'd be, be You're like, no, not me, just like regular yeah. just just uh, recommend me to a friend <laughs> I'm, I'm done job done you just God, need to create i sound so grounded need... <laughs> and like boring you just need to create a yelp page so you get some like reviews and stuff and, yeah well like, i have got so my and... tinder my tinder bio has reviews from like past dates and like friends and stuff which is kind of Are funny you being serious um, no yeah yeah seriously yeah <laughs> Um, that is quite insane. Good. So you've yeah. copied and pasted those messages and put them into your profile. You okay. say that like I did it without them knowing. I asked them. Yeah, I was yeah. Like, I, I, I and there are bad reviews them. too. Like I put those on there as well. Oh my god! What? Like, please <laughs> read some best. out. Read some out. Oh, yeah, god, yeah. absolutely. Read us your Tinder bio. Okay, hold on. I've got some here. Um, so my my profile, you know, is like you know how you always have to mention your height on dating profiles yes. right? you have to is it like have to you have to. you do have to oh, I think I hate it so much because, because, of, because of girls like Florence you have to you yeah. have to yeah. because of girls like my friends who get make me so angry <laughs> I'm like that's okay though I set my it's bumble okay, thing because you can like you can um adjust like who you see on <laughs> so I adjusted the height of people that I see to be six foot plus oh my god like we need to get rid of this like tall man stigma because i in my family a lot of the men in my family have really bad short man issues and like it's not fair like watching them grow up and feel really shit about themselves because of girls like you who make it like a thing are you kidding my ex was like the same size as me and i was with him for four and a half years the same size there's a difference the same size (laughs) he wasn't shorter than you is he no there ain't nothing but wrong I'm with five a short foot seven. but I just I, recently I've discovered how much I love tall men yeah like it makes me feel tiny and I love that <laughs> 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 okay let's look at your Tinder bio <laughs> can we talk about your fantasy fuck <laughs> BFG BFG <laughs> for anyone out there who doesn't know BFG that is um, a big friendly giant it's um a British author. Fuck, Fuck who's yeah. the author? Roald Dahl. Roald Dahl, thank you. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I still want to hear the Tinder bio. Yeah. Okay, fine. Really so it's not Tinder as good. You might, you might not like it. You might want to edit it out, but it's not as good as I remember because I had to get rid of some. But I've got, so you had to put your height on the Tinder bio, right? So I put, uh-huh. yeah, five foot 11. Um, <laughs> that's my height. And then <laughs> uh, girl called Georgie, her review, I asked her for a review for my bio. And she said, yeah, sure. Jamie, you are five foot 10. 
Oh my god, <laughs> stop, that's brutal. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Um, People always one. lie on that. Yeah, I didn't know. To be fair, hands up, I didn't actually know I was lying. I didn't realise I was 5'10". I then measured myself and was like, oh, shit, I am 5'10". Okay, well, better fix that. Um, yeah, I've got another one that says excellent service. I was okay with that one. Um, another one. Uh, five-star experience, fabulous, fabulous host. Make sure to use the side entrance. Now, this is not as seedy as it sounds. So in my house, I live in a two-floor two flat. And uh, it's one of those places where you go through the front door and you're sort of already in the living room. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, and you have to walk like past the living room to go up the stairs to get to the bedrooms. Mm -hmm. So if I'm like having a hookup and all my housemates are in the living room hanging out, (laughs) there is another door that goes from the landing that I don't have to enter the main door. I can come straight up and go straight into my room. Oh my so God. over the years, we've started to call it the door of shame because it's when you kind of sneak people <laughs> in and out that you don't want to like meet all the housemates. Because you know, like when you go back to someone's house, you go to someone's house yeah, for like a hookup. Hot. You don't want to meet all the housemates. Like you're not here for that. You don't want to be like, hi, you know. So no. it skips, it circumvents that. So that's what that review Please is mentioning, know. basically. And then the last review is just, uh, isn't a cunt, which is probably the best one. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's a pretty good, that's a pretty good review. Root Insurance is all about you and how you drive. In fact, that's the number one factor we use to give you a better price, which puts you in control. Just download the Root app, hit the road, and we'll take care of the rest. The app measures your driving behavior and gives you a custom rate based primarily on your driving. The better you drive, the better your rate. It's car insurance made for you. Visit joinroot.com today to get started. Disclaimers may apply. See joinroot.com for details. A different future starts with you. That's why GoDaddy does more than help you find a name. You can create, sell, and get found online so any small business can make a change. We need a new generation of thinking. Your way of thinking. Start different at GoDaddy.com. Fuck number four. The what the fuck? Things like role play in the bedroom, right? Totally cool. Not quite my jam, but like cool that people do it. And mm. like, I'm always up for talking about it and maybe even trying it someday. I will eventually. Mm. Um, but I feel like it needs some sort of like preamble or like lead up time, you know? At least like a kind of let's find yeah. out if we want to do this thing. Um, I was mid fuck with someone and uh, they said um, they like went on all fours and then said fuck me like a rabbit. Whoa. And I was like, what sort of just ignored it and then um they started like making like eating noises like rabbit eating noises with their hands no way and i was like stopped and was like everything okay and she was like oh yeah um are you like into role play or anything i was like uh i don't like saying no during sex so i was kind of like uh maybe next time and she was like okay okay. (laughs) and it ended conversation ended. fine carried on and then she sort of like stopped again and was like, because, you know, I, I I can like be like a rabbit or like a cat. I've been a cat before, like <laughs> out of nowhere. So I was like, oh, OK, really interesting. interesting. So yeah, not, not quite my thing, but yeah, yeah, that's like, that's a weird thing to bring up, like mid fuck. Yeah, yeah. not really. I yeah, do. Yeah. Mm, I mean, I feel I, like I think, role play especially. Yeah, I think if you're role playing an animal, I think definitely have some discussion there. <laughs> 
Um, but like, if you, I think a lot of people don't necessarily like planning things. They want to do it in the moment and see what happens. Mm. And I think reading the situation. But I do think it's it just makes more sense to communicate that you want to do role play. You might have just been like, oh. Fuck yeah, I really want to fuck you like a yeah, rabbit. I'm fucking Eat I'm a that wolf. Carrot. I'm a fucking wolf. <laughs> Nibble on this. Yeah, nibble. <laughs> nibble on this. But yeah, oh I God. spoke to her about it afterwards and her ex was super into it. So fair play, like that's cool, you know. Yeah. But uh I don't know, a bit of like a bit of preamble would have been good. Yeah, so people really have you know? Welcome my really... Oma Fudd impression, you know? Yeah, I mean, we loved Beastars on Netflix. Like, I fuck it. I've watched that twice now. I've loved it so much. I haven't finished it. Oh my God, I can start watching it again Yeah, now. you need to because it's so fucking good. Yeah. Obsessed. And I need more to come out. Basically, yeah. Beastars is almost like a 3, 3D animated so anime about like half human, half animals. And it's like pretty mm. fucking raunchy for an anime on Netflix. So highly recommend if you're um, into anime. I'll check it out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it's hot. Yeah, it's I, I'm hot. desperate to get uh, like a fairy on the podcast. I really want to chat to someone from that. Yeah, community. like a full blown oh, fairy, yeah. one that like dresses up in like the full attire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah, because yeah, I am. Um, I, I, because of what I do, like I work on a lot of comic cons, mm-hmm. and you see a lot of them there because they have the full like you know like yeah. animatronic masks and all that stuff, and yeah. they go as like cosplay. And I want to be like, hey, are you into this like you know sexually too? Because I have a podcast and I really want to chat to you. <laughs> I'm fucking um, down. But... I'd love to fuck a furry. I'd love to. Yeah. It'd be so in- I'd love to dress up as a furry. I'd love to give it all a go. Fuck number five. The fuck that made me. Right. Let me give you like the long version. So people that listen to my podcast will know that I talk about this quite a lot. Um, mm-hmm. I was diagnosed with sex addiction mm-hmm. about uh, two years ago, two and a half years ago now. Um, and so the fuck that made me was definitely the fuck that made me sort of realize that I maybe have a problem. Yeah, um, I'm so excited to talk about this because not many people are open about sex addiction. So thank you so much for being open and honest and like, um, uh, yeah, um, please. No, thanks for letting me. Um, yeah, it's super, it's super, it's really important to me because, um, well, we'll get onto that. But yeah, mm-hmm. it, I think more people need to be talking about it, mm-hmm. especially mm-hmm. guys. Because it's got um, a bit of a bad rap, but um, mm-hmm. yeah, we'll, we'll get onto that. So yeah, basically, um, so I live in Zone One London, and as any other Zone One wanker in London <laughs> knows, they don't like travelling outside of Zone One. Yeah. Uh, for any reason whatsoever, <laughs> right? <laughs> um, so uh, I ended up like go on a dating app or something, and uh, going over there for a hookup. She was in like Zone Four, and I went there at, like eleven o'clock on a work night. Went there had sex with her she wasn't even that nice like she was hot but she wasn't very friendly she was kind of mean and just like not a person Aww. i actually liked i just went because like <laughs> i wanted to get laid and then yeah. i turned around turned straight around afterwards came back got a tube home uh like night tube and i was just sort of sat there like what was the point of that like what did i really get out of that and it was <laughs> yeah. something clicked in my head of like you've been doing this for years like this is what you do this is like that was like my kind of drug i guess so I went to I went to counselling. Um, I signed up for BetterHelp, which is an online counselling um, service, mm-hmm. which I don't shut up about. Um, I think it's brilliant. I've been on it every week for the last two years straight, mm-hmm. and then before oh, wow. then I was on it for another two years. So yeah, I I love it. Um, and yeah, long story short, I got diagnosed with uh, sex addiction, um, and the whole thing was that I was having sex for validation and just to like make myself feel better, mm-hmm. and um, not because I actually liked the person or you know it's because i hated myself but someone else wanting to fuck me was 
giving me like yeah. a, oh you're not so bad they want to fuck you it's cool yeah because um, sex addiction isn't about sex and i think that's just such a huge misconception it's the same with yeah. like porn addiction masturbating addiction it's not about those things it's it's about like your self-worth and, and yeah. how you see yourself yeah that's the thing is it's not really about sex that's how you get into it so like you know sex yeah. is good sex is nice it makes us feel good um so, but it also makes us feel good about ourselves and that's the yeah yeah having that realization that you have this sex addiction like what did that mean and why was that so game-changing for you um well i mean the idea of needing validation was quite a new concept to me Mm. i've always struggled with depression and anxiety and stuff um and i I always saw sex as like uh well that's that's part of my life that's not bad because it makes me feel good and like but you don't realize how damaging it is until someone points it out Mm -hmm. um I was really lucky when I was like, I was probably like 18, um, to deal with my depression, I would get drunk um, because it makes you feel happy. <laughs> and I caught that. I was really, really yeah. lucky. And I caught it really early and went and got counseling and that helped me sort of stay away from that path. But mm-hmm. I didn't catch myself in the sex thing. And I don't think many people do because mm-hmm. sex is healthy. Sex is nice. Society encourages you to um, fuck more. You tell your friends, like, especially as a guy, if I tell my yeah. friends like, "Oh, I got laid last night," it's like, "Way!" Yeah. Like it's a it's a, it's a celebratory <laughs> thing, um, yeah. and you sort of develop. I developed like a bit of a name for myself of like sleeping around a lot, and you know, it's just oh, it's what it's what Jamie does, which is mm-hmm. fine. But I was doing it for the wrong reasons, mm-hmm. um, and the main reason I want to talk about it is because um, two reasons. I think that um, guys, so. I have to say this calmly because they're really angry about this. So, <laughs> I know a lot of guys that say they have a sex addiction um, and through my experiences of telling people like, oh, this is what I'm going through or have gone through. Um, it always comes back with like, um, oh yeah, I know someone who, you know, their boyfriend cheated on them and then said they had a sex addiction. Um, or, you know, it's always like, to do with like unfaithfulness and a sex addiction pops up and now mm. i've gone through it i feel like i need to stand by those people i need to be like cool man if you've got a sex addiction then that's like it's really good of you to admit it you now need to go pursue help um but i'm not convinced that every guy that says it thinks actually thinks that i think it's like a bit of an excuse mm. and, and a bit not of every a, you know, not every person who has a sex addiction is a cheater either you know they are yeah. two separate things it's not it's not fair it, it, it explains why but it's not an excuse yeah mm-hmm. totally um and it's a bit of a punchline in society because you know people like russell brand um who i love russell brand especially nowadays he's very good and he's helping a lot of people um by talking out about this stuff mm-hmm. um and he's brilliant but back in the day when it was you know headline news that he was in in um in a rehab for drug and sex addiction like stuff it was like oh he's a sex addict this is this new thing that let's let's talk about this um mm. and it was kind of a punchline and he would you know he'd joke about how you know um i'm looking for the one and i prefer to do it two or three women at a time like that kind of stuff um, <laughs> yeah. which is funny but it's like this is also real and he knows that he knows it's real and it's a real yeah. thing um so i don't want it to be used as an excuse um yeah and the second thing I will shut up soon. I'm sorry. Uh, the second thing is um, that I think that the idea of um, getting validation from sex um, and the lengths people go through to kind of get that, um, I think it applies to a lot more people than they are aware of. I think mm. that, um, and I, I, the experience I have of that is sort of going through the the um, the course and, and learning, you know, about myself and why I was having sex. I spotted these habits in so many people and so many of my friends. So just stupid things like, you know, if you go out 
um, I knew a group of girls that went out and they're all done up and you look like really hot. You go out, you dance, you drink, it's all good. And then some of you pull, some of you go back to your boyfriends, some of you go back to like Tinder hookups. And then there's there was this one girl that I was out with and she um, didn't have anyone to go back with. She was just going to go home and she felt like it was a waste of the night. Yeah. That she had done herself I up and looked really nice. Yeah, right? And I think a lot, I think we know, I think we all know people that are like that. Yeah. That are like, and then maybe, and then she ended up, um, contacting like an old hookup that she'd had that she didn't really like that much but she was like well he's nearby and he'll fuck me so i'll, I'll go do that mm, um and fuck. it's like yeah there's nothing wrong with that it's a lot of fun and i have done it and i probably will yeah. do it again but i think as long as you just stop and think about what the reasons might be of mm. you doing that are you doing it because you feel like you look nice and it would be a waste of your nice lookingness to go home alone you know no i like when i went through that phase when i was at uni i guess when i was like 19 to 21 potentially and yeah i would go out just to pull basically and i basically wouldn't leave until i found someone mm. and then i'd go home have like really mediocre sex like yeah. never really really enjoyed it go home be like oh why did i do that then like, i don't and it was How would definitely you have felt if you hadn't pulled really like empty right empty in terms of you weren't good enough or empty that you yeah like completed them yeah all? like i like i wasn't good enough it was definitely i definitely think it was a validation thing yeah um i also like made it into a competition with my housemate at the time who was in like our student house we literally had like a competition who could sleep with like the most people and we'd always be trying to like one up each other on our numbers yeah, mm. yeah. Toxic. See, that's that's the thing as well. I don't think that's inherently bad. That's mm-hmm. okay. It's fun. Sex is fun. It's cool. Numbers are fun. I have a list. Like everybody has a list. It notches on the bed to ped post and all that. I think yeah. it's just the reasons that you do it. Um, and if you'd have lost that race, you know, if your friend had pulled five, six, seven places, you know, above you, how would you yeah. feel about that? You know, would you be like, ah, damn, I lost the game? Because I think that's okay. If you'd have been like, ah, <laughs> yeah. damn, my friend's hotter than me. That's yeah. where the, you know what I mean. That's where the problems start mm-hmm. eking in. That's why I want to talk about it more because, yeah, I think that we don't just have sex because it feels good on our genitals. It's a big part of it, but there's also like, you know, you get you get fucked in the head and you get a lot of like endorphins and stuff. And and that's great. And, you know, but it's all just in moderation and that we're doing it for the right reasons. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So how have you felt like after you've had all these realizations, like how do you feel about like going into sexual situations now? Do you feel like you've sort of conquered that addiction and you you see sex and do sex differently now? So. I don't think you ever conquer an addiction. I think it's something you live with um, mm. and you have to constantly be aware of it. Mm. Even it's like if it's management. just a, a quiet, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Even if it's just a quiet voice in the background, um, I think I'll always be fighting it and I'll always be, I'll always be questioning that I'm doing it for the right reasons. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but for me personally, everyone's experience is different. But for me, I just need to sort of question like, am I doing this because I want to do it and because it's fun? Um, or am I doing it to make myself feel better? Um, and so far I've not, I've not had sex that I felt like I needed or would make me feel better in 18 months, I think. Um, so that's how I'm counting. Um, but everything, everyone's different. You know, there'll be sex addicts that are like, oh, I've not watched porn in that much time. Um, and that's really good. And I've not masturbated and stuff like that. Um, I watch porn. I wank. I think it's okay for me personally. Um, but yeah, it's a sliding scale, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's so different Um, from person to person and situation to situation. Yeah. Totally. Um, but it's, exactly. it's interesting that you asked that though, because I, I find that when I talk to 
in particular like girls that I'm hooking up with that question kind of comes there's like a nervous asking of the <laughs> question of like so if you're like trying to not have sex why are you trying to have sex with me like, <laughs> <Yeah>. like, um, <laughs> and they, they worry that like it might be damaging right it's not it's the fact yeah. they're doing a bad thing mm. by like enabling me and whatever but I, don't, um, I, I mean I wouldn't necessarily say that I think it's just common courtesy to ask it would be like if you know, yeah. I just spent a while talking about my obsessive compulsive disorder if someone asked me well how how does your OCD affect your sex life I probably feel mm. but then again I don't know whether that's because like as women we are brought up to talk about everything and to like almost like get information out of people to understand more and men haven't yeah. really had that yeah true yeah I mean I love talking about stuff like I've got a I've got a sex podcast uh let's talk about sex Jamie on Instagram uh <laughs> and uh, so I love talking about stuff and I talk about my problems all the time like mental health mm-hmm. not just sex stuff so I'm very open um with that but yeah it's just an, it's, I just find it interesting I love that people ask and I love answering the question mm. um, as you can tell mm. I'm talking about this way more than I'm talking about the other stuff I spoke about <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this is my jam um, yeah. so I don't mind people asking but it's like um, it's interesting how people are like so you know there's a bit of apprehension of like is this okay then like if your friend was yeah. an alcoholic and they asked you to go out for a drink with them you'd, you know you'd, that'd be the same question yeah, they'd be you'd, like you'd do you want to go to a pub or should we go to a coffee shop instead you know yeah, it's yeah. that kind of thing it's like okay that's great that you have like you talk about sex addiction like a lot uh, you know, can we still have sex? Is that still okay? Are you still allowed to have sex? Are you allowed to masturbate? Stuff like that. Yeah. So, yeah. Are you okay, yeah. hun? Are you okay? You okay, hun? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> For fuck's sake. This week's sex question is My current partner and I are interested in having a threesome. It would be the first time for both of us, but I am unsure how to go about setting it up. Are there any apps that you would recommend? And when it gets down to it, how do you make it, make initiating it less awkward? Did you pick this one on purpose? No, I just literally opened up the questions oh, thing yeah, and yeah, yeah, saw yeah. it. And I was like, this would be great. Mm-hmm. Jamie's been talking about threesomes. <laughs> Reed has threesomes. We, we all you like both threesomes. are pro threesome <laughs> persons. We are. Love a threesome. Yeah, we, we do love a threesome. Uh, over to you, Jamie. <laughs> uh, in terms of apps... I would recommend Field. That is mm-hmm. the place to go for threesomes and well, anything Definitely. like kink related, really, right? Yeah, you guys are on there, kink, right? I mean, kink yeah. is like fat life, but that's just such like the shit version of like the kinky fit MySpace that's really hard to use and search for people. But mm. fat life is a very good. No, sorry, Field is a very good dating app because you can be a couple on there, have your individual profiles, but link them up together so they're there, yeah. on, you know, in the same profile. Um, and it, they're just, yeah. Field is just so much more welcoming to all sexualities, all genders, all lifestyles. Uh, Thomas and I yeah. have been on there for, I can't even remember, like for years and years and years because it's just, it's more welcoming and understanding, way more open than all the other dating mm-hmm. apps, way more open. People just yeah, lay yeah. it out all on there. If you're looking for a threesome, you can literally look for a male and a female or two guys or two girls. Yeah, there's mm. nothing. There's, it's because it doesn't have that that back, that back backdrop of relationshipness mm-hmm. that all the other apps have. Like even mm. when Tinder was like the hookup app, it was still seen, you know, it, it was like the dating yeah. app, but everyone knew it was a hookup app. But with Field, it's like, no, this is just for like fucking and, you know, sexual yeah. connections yeah. and just know, for that fucking. kind of stuff. 
And it basically just makes it super easy to talk about threesomes and be open about threesomes that you can put it out there straight away that that's look what you're looking for. Mm. So that in, in terms of like how to set it up, it's the perfect way to set it up because everyone on that app will understand what you're looking for. Um, but like, yeah. I guess in other terms of setting things up, are there any other sort of key takeaways like for setting up a threesome? I went on a... Um, like a threesome date Mm -hmm. before I had my threesome and but it was through so the guy that I was seeing it was someone that he'd fucked in the past and it was kind of just like let's all meet up for a drink and see like if there's a vibe if we all Mm. fancy each other then like see what's happening and then like from there we weren't actually going to have a threesome Mm -hmm. after that but that's what ended up happening we basically (laughs) went from the bar back to mine ended up having the threesome from there um so like that can be like a really nice way to do it as well because like there's no pressure for it to go anywhere Mm. but you can like if you want to if there's a vibe for the night then then you can just sort of go ahead and take it back home i mean no no pressure is good yeah definitely Mm -hmm. it's the same as like regular dates right one-on-one dates you don't Mm -hmm. go on a date being like i'm doing this so i can fuck them wait don't you go because i want to get to know (laughs) read we pretend we don't (laughs) (laughs) they're onto us i don't want the date Uh, i just want the fuck (laughs) yeah that's just the preliminary (laughs) yeah yeah um yeah that's the thing worth talking about as well i've been on a three-year-long self-imposed date ban because of that very reason yeah yeah i want to skip it (laughs) What's the point of going on a date if you both know what you mm, want? Drinks come after, um, hanging out and you know, knowing... Yeah, you hang out with them afterwards and you become yeah, friends. Yeah. yeah, totally. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I would treat it the same as, as like uh, like a, a one-on-one date where, um, you know, you got, mm. you're going on a date but with two people and what happens, happens, you know? Mm. I, my friend had her first threesome the other week, very recently, like two weeks ago. I'm so, I'm so proud of her because this is like quite a new world for her. And yeah. um, she was like... Yeah, she went on a date and uh, this couple took her for a picnic all day. <laughs> and it's just so funny because she she's very she's the complete opposite to me. Like she's very like date focused and like she needs like lots of connection, lots of preamble and stuff. So yeah, they went yeah. for like a day, a picnic in the park. Mm-hmm. And then I think they went to a bar and then they went back to hers and then they made drinks together and then they hung uh-huh. out and then they had a threesome. Oh, um, but that yeah. was not planned. None of that was lovely. planned. It was like, we're going to have a picnic and then it just escalated See what into happens that. Then. So, mm. Yeah. And yeah. I think in terms of like actual physical, like having a drink first is mm. very neutral for everybody, but being open and communicative and, and honestly saying yeah. like talking to them and saying like, okay, so how does this work? How you imagine this to work? Um, it doesn't, it, it sounds quite like, pre-planned and service but it, it is important because having sex with one other person can be complicated and communication is important but you've got two other people there and it, it is nice yeah. for everything to be equal and it doesn't have to be equal you know you might be with a couple where one person just wants to watch wants to watch yeah. you two but it's just finding that stuff out like that's the exciting part just like finding out what you know the the person you're going to shag is into what gets them off yeah. what turns them off yeah for me i guess like the awkward moment is like when you're all back at your sitting on the bed like how do you actually start because like if it's one person for some reason it's like a a lot easier to start but when there's three people it's like who makes the first move like Mm. what are we gonna do i remember like the start of my threesome was massively awkward luckily we're all really drunk but like not really really drunk but like it was it that 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 had helped the awkward situation (laughs) but i think like the guy involved was just like I don't know. He did something really weird and was just like, let's all put our hands like in the middle. And then we just all started like touching each other from there. But it was like, 
<laughs> which isn't I, a bad like it thing. was not how yeah it was just it was awkward though and like it's not how i would want to initiate mm. it in the future yeah. like what do you guys do i i hate that mm-hmm. moment like i love three, like group sex is my thing like threesomes is my thing that is the bit i hate the most yeah. it, it's never gone smoothly um, <laughs> I, I had, i've had a, i've had a bunch of threesomes and i was like oh it's because there's three and it's awkward right three-way kisses are weird so i was like i have a foursome <laughs> that'll help because there's then it's two couples foursomes also awkward i've had yeah. five six and seven sums they're also awkward there's no good way to start them it's the worst yeah. i hate it i suck at it um, so you're like no no tips yeah, sorry i genuinely i genuinely i i have done in the past and it's what works best for me left the room mm-hmm. that's how i think because like there's this like all this like room. awkward tension yeah yeah okay yeah, well don't yeah. worry like, like a... i am sick at starting a threesome so okay are you cool. so how do you do it Reed? so generally speaking if it's a, a guy and a girl i normally especially if they're a couple already or if i'm in a couple i normally get with the girl first that seems to be like quite an easy way for most people that's when i leave that's the bit where i leave the room generally See, that's just slotting me you into leave the room and then that's come back I... in when they're like making out and you're like yeah, yeah, yeah. i'm gonna yeah. slip myself <laughs> the i'm not talking about sitting there and fucking getting off with this person while we ignore the other person you know it's it, it, it's finding out what they want and speaking to them individually i think really helps but yeah i just like I mean that's that's how I've generally started threesomes is getting yeah. with the girl first and then and then inviting the bloke to come along. The 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 one threesome I haven't had is with two guys. That's what I'm desperate to do. But oh, the fancy, yeah, the fancy, the one. Mm-hmm. I mean, I could just imagine it be like I'm sucking on someone's dick and then I just like sit on the other dick and <laughs> done job done right. Uh, <laughs> job done. But it, it it's not necessarily about the act. It's about how you treat it as a person. You know, like if you're not necessarily mm. an awkward person. Um, but I, I know that sex can be awkward for a lot of people. And it can be complicated. But it doesn't have to be. It can be, you can kiss one person and have the other person sitting there and watching on the side. It doesn't have to be awkward. That could be quite a really lovely, tender moment. You know, watching yeah. a couple get off in front of you and like while you go down and, you know, do your do your stuff, you get in there orally. It There's just, there is, I, it, I think it scares a lot of people because we're not used to it. And it is the most common fantasy that most of us share is a threesome mm-hmm. of all genders and all sexualities, a threesome. Yeah. Um, it doesn't have to be awkward. It really doesn't. It could just be, it could be fun. It could be thrilling. Yeah. You know, you could, I think yeah. as long as you're treating each person equally and with respect and communicating, you can't fucking go wrong. Yeah. yeah. Some good, good tips there. Unfortunately, it's time for us to fuck off. <laughs> Shit. That, that came around <laughs> quick. I wanted to carry on. Jamie, that was awesome. That was a really, really good conversation. Thank you so much for coming on. Thanks for having me. Yeah, it's been always a pleasure to be someone's plan B. I'm always up for it. (laughs) Thanks for having me. This was super, like, super last minute. It was definitely a really, really good surprise. Yeah, nice surprise. Thank you, (laughs) thank you so much for moving your day around and and being here with us. Anytime. Um, Yeah, thanks, guys. Where can our curious fuckers find you? What, what what was that podcast um, uh, Instagram again? Yeah, for the third time. Oh yeah, I've got a, I've got a podcast. Yeah, um, let's talk about sex, Jamie, on Instagram. Nice. Spotify, all that, all your favorite DSPs. Yeah. And uh, and um, your music? Yeah. Do you want to shout out about that or no? <laughs> nah. <laughs> no. Uh, yeah, Anave, A N A V A E. That's on Spotify and stuff as well. Uh, got a nice. new single coming out in a few weeks, actually. I probably should be plugging it, shouldn't I? I'm bad at this. Yeah, you definitely, definitely. should. Own your narrative. Yeah. Own it. You're a great musician and a great threesome. <laughs> Thanks. Apparently. You've never listened. Uh, I haven't. Stop brown nosing that, Reed. <laughs> I'm going to get in I so mean... deep. <laughs> <laughs> K 
case and weird sexual tension happening here. I'm not sure what that I is about. I mean, definitely know what that's no idea about. what that is about. Um, Jamie and his girlfriend, anyway. we're going to have a threesome, so. <laughs> oh my God, okay, cool. I'm <laughs> just slip that in right <laughs> at the end. I'm dying. You're like, oh, cool. Like, you haven't told me already. <laughs> <laughs> oh, really? Oh, that's I'm crazy. only just finding out. <laughs> but everyone, thank you so much for listening. And if you have your own sex question or sex story, please email it in at fksgivenpodcast at gmail.com. Yeah, baby. That was that was great. Um, uh, you can also follow us on Instagram at Come Curious and our personal accounts at Reed Amber X and Florence Bark. As well as, mm. guys, we have a Patreon. Would you fucking believe? So oh um, we are trying to do the Patreon thing. It's only a few weeks old. And it's where Florence mm-hmm. and I talk really candidly and openly about our own personal sex lives. Oh so my if you, God, I mean, so it is so juicy. <laughs> some of the shit we've been talking about is crazy. And we also get so- some really nice little snippets from our, our guests as well. So go and check that so out. So if you want to know about Reed and JB's threesome, yeah, I'm coming. That's going to be there. For sure. And then you're going to find out how terrible oh I am at, st- at starting a threesome. Myself it's fine. I won't be in the room. We've established. She lied. Yeah. She lied. Yeah, yeah. I'd be like, yeah, I'm great, but really, really shit. <laughs> Everyone, please remember to subscribe to this podcast if you have not already. Leave us a rating and a review, and you will hear us next week. Next week. Woo! Thank you Woo. so much. Speak Bye. to you soon. Love you all. <laughs> Root Insurance is all about you and how you drive. In fact, that's the number one factor we use to give you a better price, which puts you in control. Just download the Root app, hit the road, and we'll take care of the rest. The app measures your driving behavior and gives you a custom rate based primarily on your driving. The better you drive, the better your rate. It's car insurance made for you. Visit joinroot.com today to get started. Disclaimers may apply. See joinroot.com for details.